0: So welcome everyone, Like <laughs> I start the same way each time. Um, really guys, thank you all for coming and for learning and it should be a big success for all of us and for everyone in Eretz Israel who needs it and for Jews everywhere. Okay, so um, we in the middle of Nishmas and until now we've just been like just a very fast review. But um, It's the song of the Nishama, we say it on Shabbos morning and it's a beautiful song, beautiful I really to say anytime. It's like a sagula, many people say, for lots of things. And it's just a good idea to, like, have your nishas card handy. Um, it's just, I just, I love it. I try to say, it, like, once a day. I'm not part of, like, this 40 day thing. You don't have to be. Um, just saying shots whenever is really a really good idea. It's just saying thank you to Hashem for all the wonderful things in our life for Hashem. So we've been saying that, um, that Hashem's always there for us in every situation. He could get us out of it. Hashem is the melech. There's no other king besides him. Um, Hashem is the Matir Asurim, Sumeknoflim, Hashem is the one who releases the bound and who supports those who fall. Like Hashem is always there for us and should continue to be there for us. And yeah. So we also said that Hayam, that like even if our mouths were filled with song like all the water and the ocean, we would still not be able to think Hashem properly. Like there's just like no matter what, like we could never really thank Hashem. That's what we ended with the last time. That like we could never thank Hashem enough. In like, we could never really be able to express our things enough. Okay, so today we're starting with um akin, ibeirim, shavlan tavanu. Okay, where is it? Okay. A king Iram Shabilakanu. Okay. So last time you were like very like specific and clear of like we can't think Hashem enough. Hashem saved us from all different things, and like there's just no way we could ever think Hashem enough. Okay. But today we're gonna go on. So Al Kane, therefore, Ibaram Shabi Laktabanu, all the limbs that you have given us. The ruach she shanafahta and the neshama that you blew into our nostrils, the lashon lashun ashamafinu, and the tongue that you placed in our mouth. They will thank you and bless you and praise and glorify you. And they will just, basically, they're, they're going to praise you, Hashem. They're going to exalt you and name you as our king, Hashem. All these things that are in our body. So we just said lastly, like, we cannot praise Hashem. And this week we're saying, but we're going to take our bodies and praise Hashem. So like, which one is it? Is it like, can we praise Hashem? Can we not? Like, can we thank Him? Can we not? Okay, so there's a mashal of the Baal Shem He gives this mashal of a king. And actually, I told it to my kids last night for bedtime story, and they liked it. I'm <laughs> like, okay, good. <laughs> so um, a king, that the king is traveling with his whole entourage through the forest, and they get to a certain spot, and it's, like, very muddy there, and the wheels of the wagon get stuck. And all of his kingsmen get out to try to get the wagon out of the mud, and unfortunately, they just they can't. Like, they're not used to these parts, and it's, like, really, really very muddy. So they can't, and they see, like, in the distance, this little hut with a peasant family. So they decide, let's go knock on the door, and maybe they could help us. Like they're just used to these parts, and they could help us. Okay, so one of them knocks on the door, and they say, like, the king, your majesty, the king, is stuck outside in his wagon. And is there any way that you can help us, because his wheels are just stuck? So the peasant goes, and sure enough, he is very familiar with it, and he gets them out. And sends them on their way, and the peasant goes home, and the king goes back to his palace. And the king is just so grateful that he sends the peasant a very fancy candelabra. Like a, you know, shabbos left type thing. He was not a Jewish king, <laughs> but a pretty fancy candelabra. So um, the next year, the king is traveling again, and he decides to just stop by this peasant and to say like, Hi, how are you? Thank you again. I really do appreciate that. Kind thing that he did for me, and so he goes surprised the peasant. The peasant's like completely not prepared and the peasant is just like thinking, like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Like, my house is like really not befitting for a king, and like there's like a root uh, a leak in my roof, and my furniture is so shabby, and just like everything is just like this is so not for a king. And he's just a little bit embarrassed, um, and like he wanted to like serve something to the king, and like even his cups were cracked, and he's just like, I-, I just feel so bad. Like, I'm like, you deserve better. You're the king. What could I do? And he's like, there's really nothing I could do for you. They say, like, wait a second, the candelabra. And he goes and he gets the candelabra and he puts it on the table and he's like, ta da! Like, this is what I could do to serve you because, like, you gave this to me. So clearly, this is something that you would appreciate. So, this candelabra, Mashal, is like, could we really thank Hashem? No, we really can't thank Hashem. Hashem does so much for us. And, like, our little thank yous are like, we can't. But we could take what Hashem gave us, which is our mouths and our bodies, and we can use that to thank Hashem because if He gave it to us, then we could use it to do our mitzvahs and like thank him. Just to, to think that like, oh, um, you know, like could we just regular, regularly pray to Hashem? No, but to use our bodies, we could do. Um, so here's one other story. Like I love stories. Um, so on that note of like using our bodies to do mitzvot and like that's really the biggest thank you that we can give to Hashem. This is another story. Um, I also told my kids last night because they wanted a lot of stories. So I'm like, you know what? Here's my share, guys. <laughs> um, one story they said, don't say. I'm like, I'm not saying. <laughs> you could think them. Um, but so the other story is also about like us using our bodies and using ourselves to serve Hashem. Story of live in who was a big tzaddik. He lived in Shalayim in like the time before Eretz Israel was like a state for the state of Israel but like the British were occupying it and he was a chaplain in the prison like there was um unfortunately many prisoners who were thrown into jail from the British and he would go and he would like talk to them and like just be like their rabbi and shoes with them and lift them up and like he was a really really big tzadzik if you want to read a book at tzadzik like in our time really good idea he was really special. Um he's buried in Yushalayim in the San Haji Cemetery. He actually went there a few times. Maybe not a few times, maybe a couple of times. Um, but he's like really him, his wife. Actually that's on his cover, it says, um, he's like wrote in his sabah, that just say Animame, Mamina Shlima. musically about like Thiaya samisen. Like, I believe it's gonna be Thiqyya Samisim. He's like, put it on my cover. I want everyone to come to my caver to see it and to be reminded that there will be Thiqya Samisim. It's a really big fancy. Anyway, so he was a chaplain in the prison and he would he would just Lift up all these soldiers. Oh, sorry, all of these prisoners. And once there was a prisoner named Shalom, and he was thrown into jail really just because of like petty theft. He would steal, and eventually the British caught him and threw him into prison. And after some time, like a bunch of years, it was time for his release from prison. And Ari Levin said, "You know what? Come to my house." And he told his Rebbezin, and they made him a whole celebratory meal. And it was like a whole, like, like a pep talk of basically, like, you're out of jail, Shalom, you're going to be so good, you're going to do mitzvahs, you have to the holy neshama, you're so amazing, and you're going to go on to do great things, and we believe in you, and you're going to be, like, a really big tzadik now, and Shalom, like, raised his glass, like, a toast, and he was like, thank you so much, and yes, I can't wait, I'm going to do so many mitzvos I'm going to be, I'm going to bring Hashem so much nachas starting tomorrow. I, know, I live in, was like, starting tomorrow. Like, start right now. What are you talking about tomorrow? He's like, no, no, no. Starting tomorrow, I'm gonna be good and I'm gonna listen and I'm gonna do mitzvahs starting tomorrow. He's like, why? What are you talking about? Why tomorrow? He's like, okay, so tonight, he said, okay, tonight, like when it gets really dark, I'm gonna wait and then I'm gonna look for a really nice house. And then I'm gonna go to this really nice house. I'm gonna open the door when everyone's sleeping and I'm gonna look in the house for like a really expensive watch. And then I'm going to take the watch, and I'm going to go back to you, and I'm going to give you the watch, Rabbi, because you did so much for me, and I'm so happy, and I have so much Shachai Baratul, so I'm going to do that for you. And Arifin was like, no, like, no, like, that's not, I don't, I don't like that. I don't want your watch. Like, hello, I, I, the biggest thing you could do for me is keeping Torah and doing mitzvahs and, like, becoming, like, a mensch. That's the biggest thing that you could do. So, also, back to the idea, I'm just like, we could use our bodies to do mitzvahs, like, that's the biggest present we can give Hashem. That's what He wants. He's not asking, like, anything more than that. It's just Torah mitzvot. Um, has Have you been passing at all the sign on Rockway Boulevard? turn Turnpike? I always get confused. You know, like, by the shop inside center, a stop and shop. Like, just do not Anyone been seeing that? Um, no? Yeah. yeah. Really? Did you see? Huh? No? Okay. Then you have to go. <laughs> There's right by... How would you describe it? Like, as you're leaving the five towns... What, were the TJ Maxx's? Yeah. Yeah, parking lot? yeah, yeah. so on the left side. Nice. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it. Oh, okay, yeah. Just do mitzvahs. like, Panera bed, Bread or a boat. Right. Oh, yeah. it. They took over and, yeah, just do mitzvot. Um, That's really how we can make Hashem happy. Um, And that's really, <laughs> let do, that's what we could do. to thank Hashem. really, just do mitzvahs. Especially now, at this time, like, everyone's, like, running to, like, how could I help? And, Yeah. It's both are really helpful. Okay, so let's continue on. So hein Okay. Okay. Oh, So I want to talk about that for a second. So Hashem blew into us as neshama. So nishama is also from the word nishima. Nishima means breathing. Um, like it says in the kol colour and shama, sahala like every nishama will praise Hashem. So in the Mishnah it says, "I'll call neshima That every breath we take, we should really be thanking Hashem. Um, so speaking of like breathing, like in through our nose, out through our mouth, the whole idea of breathing. Um, so with our nose, what else could we do? It's also we could smell, and chazal say that smell is like a very spiritual thing. Um, the Bnei Safra, who by the way, um, anyone whose husband went with the, them to Poland, they went to this kever. I was asking my husband, about the I'm like, I don't know, like tell me. I'm a descendant. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. How? So, my, Through My father's side. My father's That's mother. So cool. Yeah. Like monkash? Not monkash. No, but you're a descendant. You're okay. You're a descendant. That's very cool. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well. So okay. So the Venei Safar. I'm a chicken am Amazing. <laughs> my grandmother. So, like, my grandmother thought my husband went on the trip for her to go oh, back so to her sweet. hometown. Of course, that's, that's why he went. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's obviously right. he sweet. went. Totally. Um, yes. Yeah, so I was, actually, I was asking <laughs> my husband, I'm like, hey, "So tell me about this. Like, you went to his caver. Tell me about it." So he said that the Chosa from Lublin. I when I went to Poland, I went to the Jose's caver. He um, said like he called the bnei haskar his Chanukah alempol, like a Chanukah menorah almost. And the bnei tsafar is very into Chanukah, which is obviously is coming up. Um, did you know this? You're not know. Okay, so he's super into Chanukah. All the time about Chanukah. He's like very like obsessed with Chanukah. So the cholzeh from Lin, the wind, the cholzeh like the seer from the wind, like he could like see like Ruach um, Hakodesh. He said, like, do you know why you're so attracted to Chanukah and like you're so into Chanukah? He said that because Yernesh Shama was part of the Sanhedrin, that at times of Hanukkah, when they were deciding whether Hanukkah should be a Yantif or shouldn't be a Yantif, you were on the Sanhedrin then, and you're from the Shevet of Yitzchakar, which is why his savior is called Levnei Um And you were very much pro, like, it should be a Yantif and it became a Yantif. So you're very into Hanukkah because of that. And really, his name was not Yitzchakar. His name was Rebzi of Dinov. But his Savior is the Bnei Tessar and rifki is a descendant. <laughs> so anyway, so he says, um, on this, this topic of smell, that the very first sin, like the das, involved four of the five senses, like as mentioned in Precious, like they heard the Nachash talk about it, like they listened, they saw the fruit, they touched the fruit, they ate the fruit, but it doesn't say specifically that they smelled it. So smell was never affected by the sin of Etadahs. Which is why smell is, like, a very spiritual thing. Like, we know after Shabbos, like, we smell the salmon Because, like, to, for our nishama, so like it shouldn't be sad that Shabbos is leaving. Because, like, smell is, like, very attached to Ruchnes more than any other of the five senses. Which is very cool. Um, also, like, you know, you, sell, you could say, like, oh, I, I smell trouble. Or, like, I smell a rat. Like, do you actually smell a rat? No. <laughs> but it's, like, it's like a, almost like a sixth sense of, like, like there's something, like, can't touch it. You can't look at it but, like you smell something. Like it's it's because it was never affected by this or that. So it's a very spiritual thing. I'm thinking like going into shabbos, like you smell shabbos. Yeah. Like no one tastes the I energy, know. But like you walk in, and it's like right. Smells, the shabbos day. Wake up in the morning. The challenge like, <laughs> just smells right. Like right. right smells. <clears throat> so so smells. they yeah. Right. It's very cool. I mean I'm in love with the smell of chalk. But yeah. No, but but if you do, it, it, then so it's someone yeah. makes call, like, you like you smell that there's Shabbos in the ear. Like, you... Right. It really right. It makes it like more special. Totally. So mm-hmm. smell is a very spiritual thing. Um my husband also told me this story that I'm gonna share that um Mendel Rimenov, anyone descendant? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he um one time there was like a, a person who didn't really know what he was doing and he took a chauffeur. Um, and he just started blowing the chauffeur, and people were like, "It's Mashiach, Mashiach must be here." So they ran to Remezal, Remezaver, and they said, "Like Mashiach is here, Mashiach is here." And he went over to the window, and he like took a sniff. He's like, "No, Mashiach not here." And like, "Okay, fine." And someone asked, "Like, why do you have to go to the window? If you if you could smell if Mashiach here or not, why couldn't you just smell?" They said, like, his room smelled like Mashiach, like the Torah that he learned and, like, the da'as that he had was, like, as if Mashiach was in the room. Outside the room, no. But, like, he was able to smell like Mashiach wasn't there. So, smell is, like, a very, um, it's a very, like, ruchness thing. Um, actually, in Paris told us this week, guys, um, Yitzchak gives the brachos, there's twin day for Yaakov and Esau, um, but Yitzchak gives the brachos, and like, it says that he smelled like Gan Eden on Yaakov. Like, because smell, even though he couldn't see Yitzchak at that point, but he could smell. Like, it's a, Gan Eden and smell are, like, very connected. Mashiach has a quality of Marach B'da'in, that, that Mr. Hashem, he's going to be able to smell something and judge whether it's, like, the truth or not. Um, also, guys, very cool. Um, I feel like I missed this in Navi when I was growing up. Um, but when we were going into Eretz Yisrael, like the very, very first place that we went was Yericho. Yericho is from the word reyach, like smell. And it says that the, the smell of the katoras, when so we had the base in Nagdash, it reached Yericho. And I asked my husband, I did it like every single town until Yericho, did it smell like a katoras? He said, no, it just smelled in Yericho like a katoras, so much so that the women did not have to wear perfume. That Yericho just smelled like the katoras, and they everyone's just, it smells beautiful over there. Um, So Shabbos and Nishamos and all the stuff that all has to do with smell and smell is a very roughness thing. So that's on that topic of smell. Okay. Continue on. Um, Keep using my spot. Okay. The Lashon, Ashur Sanfavino and the tongue that you put into our mouth is going to praise you, Hasha. Let me see how we're doing. Okay, so the world is divided into four categories. Um, domim, metaber. is inanimate, like a rock. Somayach, something that grows, like plants, like my succulents that are upstairs. Chai, living, um, animals. Metaber, people. The Kuzari actually said there's five categories that Yehudi is like a fifth level, but for this, right now, we'll just say, um, so Medaver is a human being that could that could speak. So how are we unique? Like man in general, how are we unique? How are we above animals and above plants and rocks and all those things? Because we have speech that we're able to use our tongue and to, for words to come out that are hopefully intelligible. And that's how we're different than all other things on the planet. Um, there's a story of Rabbi Yaakov Edelstein, who was a rab in Ramat Hasharon, and he was recovering from a severe illness, and he had to learn again how to speak. Like, he, a speech therapist came in just to teach him again how to, to say words, and he said, like, which two words do you want to learn first? Like, you know, write it down on this pad of paper, and I'm going to teach you how to speak again. And the two words he said was "toda and Amin. That's so nice.
1: And he yeah. said, like, toda like, he
0: wants to thank his family and doctors and nurses and Amin, like, to answer brachos and... For that, like, to connect to Hashem. <clears throat> so, the tongue that Hashem we put into our mouth, we should use to serve you and to bless you. Okay. Hain haim, they, which also, by the way, it's like, as I was reading this, I'm like, that's so funny, because, like, I'm always doing, with my kids, like, hey, hey, hain haim, like, anachnu, nice. right, why the both, hain hey, hame why can't it just be like, hey, like they, all the, all the parts of our body will serve you. So why is it both? Let's investigate. So they will they will bless and praise and glorify you. Okay, so why is it that, um, is that good? Okay. So why is it that it's both? Like, why is it saying both of them? Right, okay. So this is very cool, I think. So in Gematria, Hain and Hain together equals a hundred. So what else is a hundred? Um, so it's a hint that we're supposed to say, mea brachos, a hundred brachos in a day. I actually like took out a paper and I started like writing down, like how many do I say? <laughs> so if you add a lot of like eating and drinking, <laughs> it really helps. Um, but, like there's brachos of shachar in the morning and brachos of Torah and it's showing an which is really 19, not 18. And like it really doesn't end up. Um I like, like I was thinking and like I I wanna do more. I wanna do a hundred rachos. So yeah. Um so a hundred rachos is what a person is supposed to say every day. It says in Zivarim, I used to teach us in help, um eighth grade Chamesh, like a while ago. Um the hashem al and now Yisrael, what does Hashem want from you? So Ma could also be read as Mea. That meyah, Hashem wants a hundred from you. Hashem wants a hundred rachas. So um, just during history, I just like oh, quick of like why was the hundred brachos thing all about? There was one time a plague that affected um, the like everyone in Eretz Israel during Zabud time, actually because you know, we were talking about the rally before about like how many Jews were there. We we're really not supposed to count, so he counted the Jewish people, and then there was a plague. So to get this plague to stop, the Chacham said that. Like we really should not have counted, but we did. Um, we should show gratitude to Hashem, and the way to show gratitude to Hashem is everyone should say hundred a day. And the plague stopped. They started, everyone started being more mock with to make a hundred brachos and it stopped. Um, also I was I was telling my husband like what else is it I'm doing tomorrow. He told me something very cool that I did not know. Okay. He said that okay, the hundred bracos compare to the hundred sockets. I don't even know what a socket is. I'm like, like an electrical socket. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, boys learn this. Like, in Mishnah. Like, I just know there's like sockets in a Mishkan. I'm like, sockets in a Mishkan? Okay, so I figured out what he means is that, like, the Mishkan had, uh, the walls,
1: but it's right, like, like walls. Right, right.
0: And the walls would connect, and like, the point where they connect is called a socket. So these sockets, these, like, connecting things, um, there were 50 walls, and there were 100 sockets, and the sockets were made out of silver, and they were. Made from the machatzes hashekel that was melted down to make these sockets, and these sockets held up the Mishkan, and the Mishkan was able to stand because of these sockets. So he's saying that the machatzes hashekel—that's how they used to count Jewish people in the midbar. It would be like oh, I give a half, and you give a half, and together we're whole because we need each other. So when everyone would give their machatzes hashekel, that's how they would count Jews. That they wouldn't be like one, two, three, four, five. It would not. It would be, I'm going to give you something. And then you count the coins, right? It's like when I count, it's like, a, it's like in a crayon. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, that's ten. Like, when you get to add olam, ten. Um, or you like, like, not one, not two. Or like, <laughs> count the cheers, but don't count the people. Like, we don't count people. Because um, we want there to be bracha. And like, once you start counting, it's like, oh, so it's, it's seven. But like, once you know, it's like, then there's no, you need like bracha to be like, we, we don't know. We're not, we're not saying a Definite number. Anyway. So the, the hundred sockets are really how you count, or from the machetechal, machetechal is really how you count. So he was just also, my husband was also saying that like the hundred brachos are also related to the hundred sockets. and like, that's very cool. I did not know about any of this. It's very, very cool. Um, I also remember like being by the Cosell on, okay, like on Matzi like on a tennis. maybe like a TVs. I don't know, maybe Shawasanos. I remember women back to um, smell. They were passing around besamim. People were like make a bracha, make a bracha, because like you didn't have a hundred brachos today, you were fasting. So like make a bracha on besamim, so that like it's just an extra bracha so that you could somehow reach a hundred. So hundred brachos is a big deal. And it all ties into like just being grateful and gratitude to Hashem. So it really does make sense. Like, heim heim is 100, and Gematria, and it reminds you of 100 brachos, and like, Nishmas is all about saying thank you, and so are making brachos, so it's all about like, thank you, Hashem. Um, and the Bach says that a decree is not only for its time. Like, if years ago it was the decree that like, we should say 100 brachos, it wasn't just for then, it's for now also. And it's a good thing to keep in mind. Um, so that's the 100 brachos, okay. <laughs> Okay. So every mouth will offer things to you. Hashem, and every tongue will swear by your name. Every eye shall look towards you. Every knee shall bend to you. Whoever could stand straight will bow down to you. All hearts will fear you. And every like innermost part of a person will all sing to you Hashem, as it says, All of my, that's most like my bones, my, my entire being will sing to you Hashem, who is like you? There's no one like you. Okay. <clears throat> so, so every male is going to offer please to Hashem. Um, like when, like we know, like, now there's still like we're constantly davening and like our tehillim is really getting worn out baruch hashem, because we're using it um and like we're calling out to hashem and there's like a sifo and even yesterday i wasn't sure there would be tehillim by the rally and like there was i was like wow is this so special like jews who like maybe don't know about tehillim are like saying tehillim now with Yisharibu. like it's so special um but, like we call out hashem in these times um so there's a story that I was like thinking, I don't know if I'm going to say, but I'm going to say, because maybe it should be for all of us. Um, in the 1970s, there were some airplanes that were hijacked, like Jews were on these airplanes and the Arabs the Mashman, hijacked these airplanes and like the rest of the prisoners who weren't Israeli or Jewish, like they didn't care about, they wanted the Israelis. And Rav Yitzhak Huttner, yeah, so he was on this airplane and his tamizim, his family, many other Jews were there. And in the end, basically everyone was dying, Like for this airplane of hostages, of Jewish hostages, of people who were just flying home on a flight. Like, what's going on? It's the 1970s. Also, security is not what it was nowadays. Also, it was before September eleven, So it's just like a different level of... Anyway, um, so... Why am I saying this story? Because everyone was the davening, davening. And then Baruch Hashem, right before Rosh Hashanah, Rip HaTner was released, the family was released. Almost everyone was saved from um, Eretz Israel. Like, the Israelis sent in this whole operation. I think it was called Operation Thunderbolt. They went in. They they had this whole plan. They like brought this like limousine on the airplane with them from Israel to trick the people to think that it's like the king of Jordan, and, like, it was it was a whole, like, scheme that they made up, and basically, they got all the Israelis and Jews back to Eretz Israel, and the, a few Israelis stayed behind just, like, to blow up the airplanes in Uganda so that no one should, like, retaliate, but it was, like, an amazing, amazing nice that all these Jews were saved, by Hashem. So, um, hopefully, we should see a lot of Nisim, especially in this month of Kislev, very soon for anyone who needs it. Um, and everyone who needs it. So Rav Gifter said that, like, he told all the bachram, he was the Rashi Ben's house, he told all the bachram, like, let's go to the base magic right now. partner was just released. We're going to daven now, just like we davened when we were asking for him to be released. Like, when we were asking Hashem to, like, send home all the hostages, like, we were davening so much, we're going back, and we're going to daven just the same way. We're not going to just be like, thank you, Hashem, and move on. We're going to, like, the same intensity, we're going to put into our thank you that we did when we were asking. So, um, they went and they said, Perk Kof 100, was a Mizr with Soda. This will say, it like, when we do Chala, Mizr with Soda. And so about, like, Thank you, Hashem, for this niece. And we would love for more niece and more good things. So that's the idea of, like, we should use our mouth to offer things to you. Like, we should thank you as much as we thank you when we're asking for things. It should be, like, a similar thanking as it is for asking. Um, and hopefully, we just see. So okay, and now we're gonna end. Everything David always made I mean I oh, was in Everything David was Riv Hutner's daughter. Right. The day that they were released, whatever, like it's like, it's like a year tight. Like, yeah. It was so like, nice made, like, a, Yeah. Really? Like a Sudan? She, she made a Sudan as well. She talked about it in seminary with my like, Really? Yeah. What'd she say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, amazing. like, it was a big thing. It wasn't, like... Right. It was a big deal. It, just, like, there was D-Day, like, for the families that It's were, a very, it very, a big very big thing. deal. It's a very yeah. big deal. It's, it was a real nice, and we need more Nisim, please. please. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, he wrote a lot about Maharal. And Maharal was, like, very, like, mystical, and, like, um. I believe a lot of Shabba said that, like, Hashem is going to do a nice because like he like did so much writing about the ma'aral and the ma'aral was a tzadik and it's like somehow connected to that like Hashem is not going to just like forget and oh, it, time, yeah. say, like, he's like oh, he's right. going to be okay yeah. and yeah we need as many chasim as possible yeah we need really nisem okay um so last part we're going to do today is every eye should look to um which, by the way, I was noticing also that, like, everything here is really written in singular. Like, every eye, every mouth, every um, every knee, she'll bend to you, like, it's all singular except for the whole halavavos. Like, all the hearts will fear for you. So, you know, I was just thinking, whatever did I this? I don't know why I wrote it, whatever. Um, <coughs> that, like, in Shema, we say the same thing, like, the and, like, like, our hearts we should love Hashem with all of our hearts, like like the, yitzhar, the yitzhar tov, like the two parts of our us should all be used to serve Hashem. So I think that's why it says the because we only have one heart. Um. Okay. Anyway, so the the So every eye should look towards you. Okay. So the and like Sophia is like to look, but also to hope. And what does hope have to do with like your eye, or your eyes? So the Razak says that the nature of a person. waiting for someone or something is to keep looking if it arrives like that's just the nature if someone's waiting for something he's going to keep looking and keep looking like just like an example like um like if you're waiting for an important email like you're going to keep refreshing your phone because like it's coming in like i'm going to keep watching or if you're like waiting for a check to come you like keep checking the mailbox like maybe it's coming now um or Check um, your noodles to be boiled. Right, keep right. That. Keep checking those noodles because you don't want to be too mushy. Right. Like you, when you're waiting for something, Someone's you screaming. keep looking. Um, well, I think about like in the airport, I remember once hearing this, I don't know who said this, but they said like the way that you wait for your luggage in the airport is how we should wait for Mashiach. Like, you're like, oh, is it this one? Is it this one? No, I hope it's the next one. Like, oh, is that it? Is that it? Like, like, where is it? Um, so that's really, I don't know, it's not my own words. Um, so, Like you say, like our eyes should um, see the return to Zion um, because we've been waiting and we've been watching. So the whole idea, of like the eye, is that like we're looking and waiting, and our eyes are looking for Mashiach. Um, so hopefully, like yesterday's rally, as we my husband and I were saying, how like really we want to like organize trips and like buses and like charter flights for it's like. Being Ola regga, like that would be really nice. Like the rally, like no more rallies. Just like the next time, we should be like KMH tours, so, like as well. But like with a my like that, um, and that's really it. So hopefully, we should see it very soon with our eyes. And thank you guys all for coming and for learning and for sharing.